Welcome back, everybody, to the first ever post-COVID-19 world episode of Feed Picks. We got we got the whole gang together today, all three we of do. us. Everyone's back. Howdy. Uh, all in our separate separate quarantine caves. Yep. Uh, we got we got West Coast Tommy and Hey-o. North Atlanta J have. I don't know. We we don't have like we don't have like any saucy location names for you yet, Josh, now that we're living apart. Yeah, now I'll have to make something up. That's yeah. <sighs> we got divorced, so we're we no did. longer no Brad longer. got the, the kids. <laughs> I, I didn't want them though. It was it was a battle for us to see who to not have got them. stuck with the kids. Yeah, and it was me. I, I, I proved to be the most fatherly, unfortunately. It's um, natural for him. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just you know yeah natural instincts. Uh, so yeah. So we're all uh, we're doing our first ever fully remote <laughs> podcast, uh, trying out a new uh, a, a new little video platform. So we'll see how that goes. If we sound like crap, you can send all your complaints to Squadcast. They'll Dot happily FM. field them. It's not on us this time. Yeah. This time, specifically. Every other time, it has been on us, but not today. Uh, so yeah, what what have you guys been doing to uh, to keep the mind from leaking out of your ears during during our isolation? Been uh, forgetting what day it is, not knowing what day it is. I don't know what, to, well, I don't know what day it is today. I think it's, it's uh, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Oh. Uh, uh, I've, I feel like it's Saturday. It is Saturday. What? Congratulations. Still, I'm nice. still sane, still sane. Still <laughs> we haven't it. gone full, full dementia yet. That's, uh, uh, we're, we're still hanging on. That's a couple weeks it. down the line. Yeah, that's, that's about another seven days. So this is what, like, it's been three or four weeks now? No, nah, it was March. Been- 15th for me yeah probably like march 21st or 2nd for me yeah georgia was like one of the last ones to really go on an actual quarantine so kemp was is playing pretty hot and fast with the quarantine stuff man does not uh, know what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> he's having a rough time uh you know but i won't i won't say that i'm like i could do a better job because i'm sure i couldn't I'd be I'd be spouting uh, I, conspiracies at the podium. I'd be talking about <laughs> uh, HIV proteins and, and Anthony Fauci on all of my press briefings. I'd get impeached in like a day. Um, yeah, you would. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's I I want to blame coronavirus for us not having recorded in so long, but I think the real reason is Animal Crossing. <laughs> if we're being yeah, totally honest, it's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. I've got like yeah. 100 and 120 hours logged in that thing yet. It's Ooh. been out for a month. I haven't looked and I don't want to look, honestly. Yikes. It's it's a painful realization. I'm sitting right now at a cool 170. Brad, uh, I was amazed. I was looking at your hours and you have surpassed your Smash Bros hours. And we've played so much Smash Bros. Smash Bros has been out for a year. Too. It's been out for a year. <laughs> It's crazy. Animal Crossing has been out for a matter of weeks at this point. I think we're on week three or four. Of I think Crossing. we've hit like one month. I think it's. I think it's been a month. Yeah, it was like it was, what, it was like twentieth. Like yeah, it was like March twentieth or twenty first. Yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, yeah. It's it's not good. It's not good. No, but at the same time, 
I've kind of been loving it. I'm, I'm making, I'm in the, the, the process right now of making a podcast studio in, in one of my rooms in Animal <laughs> we Crossing. Have to, we have to make a feet pics design so we can share. I, do. I want to put the logo on the wall. Put the logo you on the wall. should. That would be well, awesome. I'll, mark my words for our Instagram post for this episode. I'll put a QR code yes. out there. We have to all, it's got to be a picture of us in the podcast room, our characters in the podcast room. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, we need a screenshot up, of yeah. our, three of our characters in the podcast room. I have oh the God. I have the silver mic, you know, like the old-fashioned like, oh, I got one mic. I got a mic, too. So we you'll, should, you'll we should set up a little room. <laughs> Oh my god, that'll be perfect. That'd be so I, funny. I have the walls set up right now with like the soundproof, uh, the soundproof yeah. wallpaper, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I've got like a corkboard on the back wall for like notes and stuff and it's, ideas. Yeah, it's I'm I'm losing my mind. If you can't love tell, that. <laughs> um, uh, this this children's game to get us through. What uh, what have you been up to, Brad? What have you been doing in quarantine? Have you done like what's the most like? Uh, stereotypical quarantine thing you've done like do a puzzle or like watch a ton of movies in a day or um i believe it or not my actually general well-being has significantly improved since quarantine began i started running again i haven't been eating fast food Uh, me too is that like stereotypical or has everybody turned into a slob because i feel like you could really go either way it, it is it's literally either way from what i've seen like uh, I went to Target yesterday, and I oh, saw – It's so funny. A necessary trip. Reported. Essential business. I already sent it, I already sent it in. It's, it's already in. It's already in. Don't worry. Um, it was interesting to see the uh, what they were out of. And it's so yeah. funny because you know exactly what people are doing based on what's out. So first on the list was they were out of yeast. And I don't know if you've seen how many people have been taking up bread making in this time. But the home bread making everyone's making bread i don't know why but they just i guess this is just something they want i don't know i've uh, seen more people gatekeeping bread making than people actually <laughs> making bread <laughs> a lot just of people on people twitter are, are not happy that other people are taking up bread making in their spare that time that is so funny i did not know it was such a closed community yeah i saw i saw an article today written by funny enough uh, uh an older white woman named karen surprising mm. this now is it somebody ghostwriting, like writing a parody article masquerading as somebody serious? Probably. Could be. But I'd also believe that a white woman named Karen was very upset that all of the baking flour was gone from Publix. God, get over it. Yes. yes. Uh, and then it was interesting, too, because next on the list was isopropyl alcohol because people are trying to make their own hand sanitizer. <laughs> that's a bold play. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, Just all wash the- your hands. Out of Nintendo <laughs> Switches. Obviously, this is they have said that this has been the best quarter for Nintendo since the Wii launched. They said like they said it's set to pass like Wii sales and we did numbers. (laughs) I remember people like like grabbing Wii's out of like the back of the semi trucks as they backed into like Walmart. I remember the the Wii craze felt like a movie. Like it was like it was so big. And I don't it wasn't even that great. I mean, it was cool. You can find a Wii in Revolutionary every single time, household, sure. no matter, like, you got grandparents yeah, got them for the kids, mm-hmm. uh, your parents got them, you so mysteriously true. picked up one along the way, there's like three Wii's per household, I feel. We have three Wii's in my household. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Josh, what have you been up oh. to? Um, on the weekdays, I, I wake up at like 10, and I... <laughs> 
I go upstairs and I get breakfast made. Jay's already working. We both are set up on the kitchen table. Classic. On both ends with our like workstations or whatever. Um, and then I, yeah, eat breakfast. And then what I have been doing was watching Parks and Rec episodes until about 1240. And then I start meandering over to my computer. <laughs> and then the I classic, work like one to 10. And then I, uh, after 10's over, I, I make myself dinner at 10 p.m. And I, <laughs> and then I watch TV until about 12. And then I go to my room and I'm up until about 2.30. Gotta and have then a I go time. to sleep. And then that just repeats until the weekend starts. And then I don't do anything. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> There's it. nothing to do. Living the dream. It's life, huh? baby. I will say screen time has been my biggest hater. But I actually, uh, today wow. I actually finished Parks and Rec uh, for like probably the fifth time now. So there you go. Yeah. Kaylin we'll and to find I, something else to watch, I guess. Kaylin and I are about to finish The Office. Uh, it's just been watching it. You know, it just, it just happens. Just, it's, it's easy watching. It's Devolving so easy. into the NBC yeah. Office workplace comedies. I'm excited for the Space Force comedy to come out, though. That'll be good. The Space Force comedy. We're, we're going to get into some Space Force today. That's true. That's true. Um, that is true. But you already yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. You already know. You already know. We have a lot of news to catch up on. We have so much to talk <laughs> just about. Just a little bit's happened. Strange and exciting times. That's for sure. Um, in, these, Man. in these uncertain times, Feed Picks is here for you. That's right. I feel like times were so much simpler when I found out Tom Hanks got coronavirus. That feels like so, so much long different. Ago. Yeah, it feels like three months ago. I, you'll have to remind me of Tom Hanks again when we get into my segment. Uh, <laughs> Will I, do. Will I do. have a couple of words to say about that. Oh man! So I can do it in Jamaican you, accent, like uh, like Chet <laughs> Chet Hanks. His uh, oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was very uh, disappointed to see that that's not Chet's normal speaking cadence. He actually does yeah, have like a regular white guy voice, but wow. for all of his Instagram videos, he, he's in full. He's Jamaican in character. Accent. Yeah, it's uh. Well, I don't know who wants to start off today. Who's who's got some hot gas? I know Josh has got quite a bit to say uh, today. I guess I could start. I'm going to be uh, heavily using my notes here. I don't want any inaccuracies. No worries. Josh scrolled through his notes <laughs> for me before we started, and he's got a solid like MLA formatted essay for us to go ahead and work on. It's like a three-second scroll on if you're using your thumb on the iPhone. I'll, yeah, tell, you no, I start, I'll tell you when I start scrolling. Now. XL or, uh, or regular? Yeah. That was a fast <laughs> scroll, though. Fast. Max speed scroll. Talking like oh, yeah. that level. No, nobody can scroll. see you though. Uh, unfortunately, Josh just did a nice little thumb thumb movement uh, for us. You'll know. Just like think like you know, I'm scrolling at a good pace, but not too fast. Not too. You're fast. going through IG and you're trying to get through a bunch of bullshit. Uh, yeah, you're until like, you get add, add, add. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. No, okay. What are you talking about, Josh? So. I'm sure if you know me at all, and if I communicate with you in any capacity, that the Pentagon has recently confirmed an alien video is real, basically, they, on Monday. They technically declassified it, yeah. Declassification. And then we had Senator Harry Reid of Nevada tweeting basically that aliens are real a few days ago. <laughs> so, yes. Really, it's been a whirlwind for us uh, in the. UFO conspiracy uh, 
community. So if you haven't so, seen it, these are yeah. the videos we talked about back in episode eight. The gimbal video and the TikTok. It's so crazy. <laughs> Almost yeah, the so TikTok crazy. video. <laughs> the TikTok of the aliens. The TikTok alien video now. The t- yeah, it's, it's the video of them twerking on the U.S. Navy. Have you seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, I think that's a Snapchat filter, actually. That, I love that filter. That thing is so funny. Yeah, it's okay. the t- Tic-tac and the gimbal tic-tac. video. Tic-tac, yes. Tic-tac have been officially declassified. And this was originally leaked, for those who don't remember, by the lead singer of Blink-182. <laughs> um, Incredible And stuff. the Pentagon tried to, like, uh, say that these were fake for, for a very long time. They tried to yeah. uh, say that they were fake, that it was a hoax. It's not real. But guess what? They are. They are real. Yeah, so that revelation pretty much led me back to an interview from one of the pilots that came out shortly after they were leaked the first time. So the pilot was on Joe Rogan's podcast, one of our competitors. Um, so we're vying for places <laughs> one and two on the on the Apple charts right now. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's back and forth, really. Um, I, I think that speaks to us, though, considering how inactive we've been. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, if Joe Rogan did a podcast once a month, he would not have the number one slot like we're yeah, going for. I'd like to see Joe pull these numbers at once a month. <laughs> Couldn't do it. We know that. So I'll kind of open up with a little... I guess I'll paint the scene, if you will. So this interview is talking to the squadron commander that was flying military jets off the coast of California when this was first, not first seen, when this was seen in relation to the videos that were released recently. Yeah, so, so his these name, were, the videos were yeah. from like what, 2007 We had a 2004, 2004 is the pilot that I'll be talking okay. about mostly. Then we had 2015 for sure was the one East Coast, um, the one, you know, the one, the gimbal video was 2015. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because this has been happening for a long time now. <laughs> Makes you wonder. And yeah. even probably in the 1970s as well with the DC situation. Perhaps. We'll get into this. We'll get into this. Okay. So we have Commander David Fravor, if you want to look him up, very just standard military man who's probably in his 50s at this point like he's just got some creds 24 years in the military 18 of them flying for the US Navy probably knows some stuff about you know fighter jet capabilities and things like that oh yes he was a top gun pilot with every possible certification Ignore there's that, that pop <laughs> there's that white cloud sponsored by white cloud <laughs> I have to get my hands on all these uh, ruby grapefruits before Shannon can uh, can steal oh, them. That's true. Me. So we got a Top Gun pilot. It's a real thing, not just from the the movie. And almost four thousand hours of flight experience. So he's been in the jet a few times. He knows the stuff. And then just a fun piece of information. He said the jets were probably about seventy million dollars each at the time, not adjusted for inflation, of course. So what you're saying is that uh, the man knows an airplane when he sees one. Uh, yes. And he knows when he's looking at a not an airplane. And he's flying in the he's flying in a Super Hornet, which in 2004 is basically the best you can do yeah. in, in terms of aircraft. So we'll keep moving. November 14th, 2004 is the date in question here. Off the coast of California near San Diego. 
So he's the commanding officer of a squadron of fighter jets. Basically, it's like several people are in a squadron. They don't all fly at the same time. Yeah. Um, So they're on a training mission, basically, for air defense of naval ships. So there's like a group. I think they were marine jets were like the enemy and the um, guys he was with. The Navy were the good guys in this scenario or whatever. But um the good guys. Yeah. So he dispatches with his jet who has, he's the pilot and there's a co-pilot behind him who does like weapons systems and things like that. So there's two jets, him and their other uh, jet on one team. And then two other jets four total out there, like on the first set of the mission. Oh yeah. So apparently for two weeks um, prior to the mission, the people that operate the radars had been tracking objects that were coming out of the sky that were not related to their missions they were running. Mm-hmm. So they said they would come from far above 80,000 feet, drop down to 20,000 feet, and then back up to 80,000 plus feet after a few hours. And then <laughs> the radar operators didn't tell the pilots this information. So <laughs> that was fun. Basically, I, just, I mean, I guess you probably would like not want to cause panic while uh, live. But also, yeah. like, I mean, two weeks, though, it's been happening for two weeks. Before they Maybe don't. once they land, you go, hey, by the way, uh, we yeah, have some in the air. <laughs> we have some some objects that are defying the laws of aviation that you might want to know about. Yeah. Just for our listeners back home, 80,000 feet, according to uh, the commander, is you can see the curvature of the Earth. It's basically space. And they were coming from above that. Which you might not know wow. is the average listener. <laughs> unlike Average our... listener, uh, not a conspiracy theorist, not like us, wouldn't know this. So on these missions, they fly without weapons a majority of the time because there's been accidental shoot downs of their own planes. You know how that goes. <laughs> um, the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would do it. We know we do it. So they said while they're flying, they get a call from, I guess, the control center, whatever, how that works. I don't really know. I'm obviously not a military personnel. I'm a deep state agent. Yeah, you're, you're a CIA stooge, not, a, not an Air <laughs> Force, not an Air Force pilot. So they get a call asking what their weapon loadouts were. And it was pretty obvious that they didn't have anything because I never did on these. Um, and they said that their, cancel- their mission was canceled for a, quote, real world vector which is just sounds sick. I yeah. have to say, but <laughs> Hey man, just in case we have to shoot down an alien <laughs> ship, you got any heat seekers on board or are you, uh, um, you I have dry? nothing. I on? have decoy missiles. <laughs> <laughs> so basically they're like, Hey, we got this thing came or whatever. We need you to investigate it. So they just like assume it's like, you know, drug related off the coast of California. Um, so he says they see, um, like white water kind of like splashing, like you would like, you know, a rock, in the middle of the ocean, waves hitting yeah. it, breaking up. Yeah. Right. They see something like that. So they get closer to investigate, right? So he, he describes a cross-shaped object about 40 feet in length. This is what he refers to as the tic-tac, basically. The tic-tac. So that's just in the water, just like sitting on the water, waves breaking over it. Caught about on. 40 feet in length, he estimates. Look, if I was an alien and I was coming to Earth... You can do worse than the coast of California. It's, it's not true. so bad. Yeah. They didn't go to the Midwest us. yet. There's the way. <laughs> they're not in the Rust Belt. <laughs> also true. 
So Commander Fravor's jet flies low to check it out, right? And when he does this, the tic-tac, uh, we'll just call it a ship for ease of uh, our listeners here. For accuracy. <laughs> I'm not going to speculate on the uh, the proper terminology here. The alleged alien <clears throat> spacecraft that was on the coast of California. That has since been confirmed by the Pentagon and U.S. Senator. So the tic-tac faces the jet and starts flying up towards it. So he's about 2,000 feet above it at this point. What do you um, do in that situation? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. You run. Uh, since he is a high-ranking uh, fighter pilot, he <laughs> aggressively cuts down to try to get as close as possible. Hell yeah. Um, he said he got a half mile from it. So he says a half mile, like when you're flying a jet, like head on, a half mile from something is very tight. I and mean, when you're going that fast, too. <laughs> right, you can probably right. cover a half mile in like a matter of seconds. I think yeah. I read a super hornet goes about 2,000 miles an hour <laughs> at max speed. So probably he's moving pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see where we're at. Okay. So the ship, the Tic Tac, if you will, is about a half mile in front of him when it literally just disappears from his sight and the jet above him also loses it. Um, so are we talking like it speeds away or like it goes invisible? I've seen it written both ways, but okay. so for his, in the interview where he's like actually speaking, he says it literally vanishes. But then there's another interview where he wrote that it was, it like turned away and in two seconds it was gone. But okay. even it's still basically the same thing as disappearing entirely because he says later that when you're flying, you can see about 50 miles. Let me find the exact stat that was referencing earlier. Let's see. Wow. Do your homework, man. Come on. It's, it's in here. It's just, there's (laughs) so much. Go, go to index a five. And I think you'll find it in the back of your notes. Oh, found it. Okay. So for a reference, uh, one of the fastest, aircraft in the world is an sr-71 basically oh, yeah. i think it's like a i know that bad boy from call of duty that's <laughs> the blackbird baby yeah. yeah you know the sr-71 uh, <laughs> so that can fly at mach 3 which is about 2200 miles per hour pretty quick and he said um basically it's like 35 miles a minute and not bad to go 50 miles out of the line of sight you would see that even the sr-71 would still be visible for like a full minute flying away. And this thing was gone in two seconds. So it's gone in two seconds, right? And then it reappears 30 seconds later, 60 miles away on the radar. Okay, so it's moving pretty quick. 60 miles in 30 seconds. And they didn't track it there. It literally just appeared on the radar. I'm sorry, Tom is messing with his name <laughs> in our chat. We have ethics question mark. Uh, I thought you were I thought you were about to mess up your audio again. We we're about to have to like restart. I took a risk. I took a risk. Uh, I'm calculated him. risk. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. That is insane. I cannot it it reappeared at this they called it their cap point, I think, which is like basically I what I gather was like a rendezvous spot, basically they had predetermined. But this thing just showed up there sixty miles away in thirty seconds. As you do. And again, it was not shown flying there on radar. It literally just appeared on the radar. Jeez. Interesting. So they fly back to the carrier 
the aircraft carrier, if uh, if you will. And they tell the next crew of guys going out that they, um, what they saw basically. And one of the guys had, I think, I don't know if they all have this on their, on their, uh, jets or not, but it's something called a targeting pod, mm-hmm. which basically like is this thing that spins around, I guess on the, like the planes for, oh, like, the sensors and stuff. on like the bottom. Right. I think, I don't know for sure, but I know it's, he's called it a targeting pod. Okay. It's like for like tracking other planes, basically yeah. like locking onto stuff for weapons. Um, so the pilot that goes out next is like they say he's determined to like find this thing because they couldn't ref- they couldn't find it once they came back. Yeah. So the second group that goes out is the people that got the video. Okay. The first group saw it with their actual eyes. Oh, stealing all the glory. Second group, classic. Right. Well, second group got the video. First group guy got the interviews. So oh, it's kind fair. of like a mix because he saw it with his eyes. The other guy like got a heat signature on it. Saw it with my own two eyes, brother. HH. Signed HH. HH. I bet so, the Hulkster absolutely believes in aliens, right? Oh, the Hulkster's definitely pro alien. I believe That's in aliens, aliens, brother. You gotta be kidding me, brother. What's his dog's name? It's like pumpkin spice oh, or something. I think it is it's pumpkin spice. Like yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Pumpkin spice. The video the picture of them <laughs> sitting in the hot tub is still the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That video is oh. it's so funny. I love it. Okay, so the jet that goes out the second time, right, is they try to lock onto the um, the tic tac, if you will, the unidentified flying object. Yeah, they try to lock on with their radar, and the tic tac starts actively jamming their radar, which, according to the commander, is a act of war in uh, (laughs) normal cases. So probably you know a normal thing to do. Yeah, it's imagine like, okay, so imagine you're about to hop on your plane, right? You're just an average Navy guy. You're about to go out for training. And all of a sudden the guy's like, oh, hey, man, by the way, uh, I think you should know this before you go out. Um, there's a bunch of aliens flying around. How do you <laughs> prepare? By the way, it's your commanding officer, too. And he's, hey like, man, sh- he's like shaken. Just just think you should know. Uh, a couple of UFOs ship, flying um, I cut it off and it disappeared and showed up 60 miles away in 30 seconds. <laughs> Uh, have fun out there. Use uh, you know, also, you also know. our radar yeah. can't target him, so good luck, man. Yeah, okay. We'll see you. So the co-pilot switches from radar to the targeting pod, like the uh, targeting pod. Mm-hmm. That's like the black always, and white video that we see, right? Yeah, it's like infrared. Yeah. And you can switch back and forth between like a TV feed and an infrared feed. The TV feed, I think he said you can get like a closer image of it. So that's mm-hmm. the images we have that are like bigger. And the infrared is like, was actually able to like track it if that makes okay. sense um so just another thing a fun fact he said the battle group that he was a part of was like six thousand people and he was probably in the top 20 in terms of like rank and importance yeah and that like no one came to talk to him or take a statement about like anything related to that oh, other than wow. like quiet. other than like a classic like debrief that happens every yeah. single flight so are you guys gonna ask about the aliens or is yeah, that, yeah no. it's all good it's good <laughs> i don't know if you guys kind of glossed over that in the report <laughs> i saw some aliens out there are you sure we don't want to talk <laughs> about that let's see okay so the infrared video imaging whatever he described in pretty good length if you want to hear more about it you can find the interview there um but it says 
very accurate for temperature testing, like to like decimal points of degrees, it can like pick up differences. Yeah, it's like heat and right? basically. Yeah. So that rules out the argument of, oh, you know, that's probably just a, a bird or an error in the system. It's like this is a multi-million dollar top of the line brand new infrared scanner and it has an outline of a ship in infrared if you think it's not if you think the u.s military is accidentally locking onto seagulls then you yeah it's, it's it's not the case and also the thing that really like just not i don't know the word i wanted to use here it's not emotional but like something that just clicks and you're like wow this is like kind of creepy is the there's like no exhaust coming out of these ships like at all. Yeah. Whoa. Like that would show up like huge on infrared. Like the exhaust from a jet could just that fast. burn a house down in like a second. Yeah. And Putting like out that much speed you got. There's, right. there's some heat coming off. Yeah. And that's like the one of the videos, right? The thing is just floating. Like the ship is literally motionless. Yeah. Just in the middle of the screen. And then all of a sudden it whips to the left. Like it's like jets off like super fast. Again. From the, the Navy fighter pilot commander, there is nothing in our arsenal that can do that. I yeah. think we spend the most money on Air Force related things. Well, in you know the what world. they say? The world's biggest Air Force is the U.S. Air Force, and the That's second right. world's biggest Air Force is the U.S. Navy. So also correct. We would have this technology, and I if we did, and it, it was a secret, wouldn't. Why would he be talking Top about Top Gun it? Air Force pilot know about it at least, even right. if he wasn't flying him? I think that's pretty safe to say. Yeah. I mean, this guy, they said that this man was literally one of the fighter pilots in charge of defending the airspace of LA during 9-11. Like, this is not just a random pilot. Like, this yeah. guy has credibility. Yeah. And again, so we have this exhaust, right? Actually, we have no exhaust. That's the, the problem. <laughs> we have this lack of exhaust. And it's still... So we have a lock on the infrared radar, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's not on the radar itself. The infrared sees it, but it's dis, it's invisible on radar, oh. which is a fun... Hmm. I wonder how they pulled that off. So <laughs> we have... I kind of... Well, let's see if I go back to that. Oh. Kind of piecing it together as I go here. There's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> The feet picks away. <laughs> it really is. Play the elevator music as we go through. Our first um, test of this platform was approximately five minutes before we started recording. So, you know, that's right. That's not a surprise. That's the way we do it, baby. We build the plane while it's flying. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to jump actually away from the the uh, exhaust thing real quick and i'll come back to it mm-hmm. i'm gonna jump over to the gimbal video which is the 2015 video on the east coast that yeah. shows a pretty similar phenomenon on the same type of tracking system that's the one that shows like the literal flying saucer right yes okay uh there's, i remember that one there's two from the east coast the one where they're like woo we got him that one's from yes. the East Coast as well have you okay. seen that tom yeah <laughs> it's, it's awesome like oh god like so excited <laughs> so excited about it you can't help but feel like you'd have the same reaction if oh, you're absolutely. flying a plane and you successfully target a ufo totally that's, that's gotta be like top three moments of your entire life yeah. you know? 
So that guy on the East Coast that was uh, one of the guys in the Jets that saw the East Coast version in the gimbal video is okay. actually friends with the commander from the West Coast. <laughs> they, he said they talk all the time about stuff. You would not be able to get me to shut up about this ever <laughs> if I was one of those I, guys. I wasn't there and I can't shut up about it. <laughs> okay, so the guy on the East Coast says that what he saw he would describe as a cube inside a clear beach ball. And he indicated that there are multiple different types of ships that they've seen. So the East Coast ship looks completely different than the Tic Tac that was seen on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And also on the East Coast, they've seen multiple different like shapes as well. It's not just this cube one. There's also that spinning top looking one that we saw um, in the other video. So we've got yeah. East Coast aliens and west coast three different ships yeah i think it's a turf war probably they're gonna meet in like nebraska (laughs) tom is repping west coast aliens me and josh (laughs) repping east coast better rep east coast baby west coast aliens (laughs) team cube and the beach ball baby you know how we go (laughs) tommy tic tac team tic tac Anyway, the the East Coast people say that there's been several incidents of pilots almost colliding with these ships on the East Coast. It's like become almost common knowledge in like the Air Force Navy community that you have to watch out for things when you're flying. He said 60 or 70 people have seen them on the radar on the East Coast. And that they uh, got like the military sound notices to be aware while flying. Hey, by the way. A bunch of stuff floating around out oh there. We have no idea what it is. That's trying not to run into it. You may start an intergalactic war. Uh, so so just be careful while you're training. Okay, so a similar situation on the East Coast with the like targeting of it. So the thought process is maybe there's like people's you know will say, oh, there's a false target coming off the radar or whatever, and then they switched to the targeting flare, which is again, 2015 is, I think he said was an F2, F22 uh, Raptor, which is, again, <laughs> it's not a, like, you know, a Cessna. It's not this your dad's fighter jet. <laughs> this is top of the line stuff. Uh, they switched to targeting flare, which is basically like a infrared laser and they get a, a heat signature when they like are approaching it. It's not just an anomaly on like radar or whatever. Wow. So they know something is there because you wouldn't get a heat signature bouncing back from the sky. Right? Yeah. Right. Again, the gimbal video is taken with the same targeting pod technology. And that's the one where they have the guy like on the audio is saying, dude, look, they're everywhere. There's like a ton of them. That is one of like the craziest parts of the video to me. <laughs> that's so scary. Like, not just one. He's like, they're everywhere. Like he says, look at your like, Basically, it says, look at your radar. It's, it's called something else, but it shows like yeah. everything around you. Whoa. And it was like, said they were flying in formation. But the targeting <sighs> pod is only able to only able to lock onto one at a time. So you can wow. only see one in the video. That's insane. That's so cool. Okay, so kind of back to the uh, exhaust thing I was talking about earlier. These still have no exhaust coming off them on infrared, which again would show up very obviously defies all laws of physics that we know currently basically yeah so there's this thing they kind of throw out there about called gravity propulsion as the means of oh yeah 
energy for a ship like this. So basically they say it's amplifying gravity as a means of propulsion. So think of, Whoa, that's cool. Like it's using the force of gravity. It's countering it in some way to use it as a means of moving. Yeah, it's supposed to be like something like they somehow create like a pull in front of the ship and literally use like gravity to like pull itself. Yes. Very, very bizarre. And the thing that's really like, I mean, obviously the whole thing's interesting to me, but one of the more interesting facts. Every of single detail is, top to bottom is like, fascinating. The ships are very non-aerodynamic. Like they're pretty bulky, like just weird looking ships that they've seen, right? These are not like your stealth bomber that looks like a piece of paper. Right. Right. Not aerodynamic at all. Like they don't look like they should be able to make these complex maneuvers, like turning on a dime and just disappearing. Yeah which is the basically they say it's impossible with reactionary propulsion, which is reactionary is like a car engine, you know, burn the fuel exhaust comes out. That type of process does not exist in these. So again, I'm going to go to like, sure. You're like, who's this, this idiot, you know, rambling on it's me obviously, but (laughs) I want to, you know, get in your head a little bit here, a little, (laughs) a little thought experiment. So let's say the first incident happens in 2004. Not the first documented instance. There's one in, I think it was the seventies in Washington, DC. I don't know if Brad, if you know more about that, but. Oh, Oh, of, of valiant, (laughs) valiant Thor or whatever it was. Yeah. You better believe I know about it. Yeah. So they basically scrambled jets over DC because there was a bunch of UFOs over the entire city. You can look it up, uh, do a little more yourself if you're interested in that. But that dates back to the 70s. So if you're saying, well, no, it might be the 50s, 70 years ago, maybe that I'm thinking of. It something might be like the 50s because it's it's something like it lines up pretty well after nuclear power becomes prevalent. Yeah. So that would also make sense why the aliens would come check us out after they see us detonate a nuclear bomb. <laughs> after we start splitting <laughs> the atom, uh, things get a little like, okay. They're, getting, they're moving yeah. a little too fast here. We thought they were still making... <laughs> Making making tools out of sticks right. and wood, you know. Yeah. All right, big guy. Let's not uh, let's not wipe yourselves off the face of the planet just yet. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. Let us do that. <laughs> we'll do that later when it suits us. So the incident with Commander Favors in 2004. So let's say, sure, it's a top secret technology, right? Mm-hmm. That's been over 15 years ago. You don't right. think that if we had access to a means of transportation that was not using any like gasoline. We didn't have to harvest anything. You're telling me 15 years would go by and we wouldn't do anything with it. I mean, that's just like, because again, they say there's like something like a 10 to 20 year lead on like military, like super cutting edge technology before it kind of hits the public market. Yeah. Uh, So in something like that would, that would make us like unstoppable. If that was right. a thing that America the, had at their disposal. The guy on the interview with the commander is one of the, the guy that produced the, um, what was his name? Lazar or something like that. Bob the Lazar. Netflix, Bob Lazar Netflix special about aliens. Basically the guy claims to have worked at a like top secret base in yeah. which they were storing and studying ships that pretty much line up exactly with the descriptions of <laughs> 
the Did video in another episode too. I feel like we had to have. We um, there's if no we chance that slipped under yeah. our radar. <laughs> we watched it together. I know we. I mean, <laughs> check it out, Bob Lazar Netflix special. I don't remember what it's called, but something with UFOs. But basically, he describes that they're trying to reverse engineer these ships, and he talked about the gravity propulsion then as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. But like he said, like reverse engineering, they have ships, like they have ascertained. I don't know. They maybe the aliens donated them to advance their science, to my scientific studies. Um, it's a work project for the humans. But he said, like from right now, it he estimates a hundred years to reverse engineer the technology that they have on there. Yeah. So it's hard to say really, you know, like what actually is going on because we have no idea, but he, <laughs> they, they say that this technology would literally be the largest leap in mankind history. That would not surprise me. Like it would literally change everything. Air travel. Right. Two seconds. Space. Yeah. Space travel would become incredibly space travel. feasible. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Energy. I mean, energy is so huge. That's why we're Literally signing up for just space infinite force. energy. Yeah, we're trying to this get on Mars, baby. Space Force. Use the code Feet Picks when you register, and you'll <laughs> get a sick T-shirt. <laughs> you get a promotional uh, promotional patch for your jacket and a koozie. <laughs> when, when enlisting for the U.S. military, Space Force. And again, let's say this technology dates back to the 1950s that's generous to say that's it would just have started in the 50s something that advanced that we can't reverse engineer a hundred years from now which is i mean 70 years past the 50s and you don't go from like propeller planes to zero gravity ufos in 10 years after world war ii yeah literally it doesn't make sense yeah and then just another like I'm just trying to, you know, help out my my deniers out there. Help yes. you believe. Wouldn't you say a top level flight fighter pilot would know about said technology if it existed? Wouldn't he be the one testing it? Right. And why would you run training alongside where he's at? Like hundreds of other personnel who are going to see it floating around if they're not supposed to know about it and they're not going right. to report it. You would do it in secret. Right. Like you might you might do it just to see if they can like pick it up on a radar, but it's not going to be dozens of times over 20 years. You do it maybe a couple times just to see, okay, okay, they can't pick us up on the radar. We're good to go. But right. you wouldn't keep doing it after a successful test. And another thing that stands out to me in this is they describe these things are out there for like several hours and high end like military aircraft and they max out at an hour and a half. Yeah. Like they can't they're burning through that fuel. They're like, you know, yeah, they're, doing they're, not going maneuvers. they're going fast. Yeah. They're going slow compared to these things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he talks about something like they like casually go from like sea level up into the atmosphere for like hours yeah. at a time. Yeah. 80,000 feet down to 20,000 feet, hang out for a couple hours, probably a few hours, more than two hours. Yeah. And then go back up 80,000 plus feet. Yeah, if we could do that, yeah, like, again, space travel would be super easy. We'd be on Mars by now if we could do that. Right, and wouldn't a company like SpaceX have figured this out if it was a human technology? (laughs) Because Elon can't even stop himself from tanking the company once a year. 
It's See, if we had it, though, Elon would have showed it to us by now. Yeah, Elon would have tweeted out a picture of it. He would have hashtagged it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. We'll have to talk this about one that is, later, too. This one is like, there's the commander guy said he got a phone call. Again, this is just speculative at this point, this part. Take it as you will. I just thought it was interesting. So this woman calls him and says her dad used to work as like a contractor, uh, like a at a Navy base or something. And he showed her a telegram one day when he came home that literally was just like object seen coming out of the ocean and flying into the sky. And he said, we get these like every day was what the dad <laughs> told her. That's old news. honey. <laughs> and he just, she's like, she literally called him was like, I've literally never told this to anyone, but you seem like someone that I can trust and that would like, actually have credibility. So I was wow. like, Oh, that's, that's nice. Some like wow. 70 year old woman who's, I mean, her dad was probably working there like a long time ago. My daddy used to tell me about the ocean monsters. Also, another thing, ocean monster related. Actually, it's not actually an ocean monster, but it's, it's ocean related. So he said another guy that he knew, I think he was, he said this guy was also interviewed for the New York Times piece that they did on him. But the story was from the 90s. So they want to do something a little more recent. The failing New York Times. The failing New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> they said they were like doing these like um, missile recovery things from like torpedoes from like subs and stuff like that to get like data from them. And this diver was going down to get one. And he said, I think, I don't know the logistics of this. He was like attached to a rope or something like that from like a boat. I don't know. But basically as he was going down this like dark shape that like came up, like he described it. He said it definitely was not a submarine because he had seen submarines before. Yeah. And it just like sucked the torpedo down like rapidly. Just it just disappeared, and then the thing descended into the ocean. I cannot emphasize how quickly I would shit my pants if I saw <laughs> something like that. Crazy. I couldn't handle any of this. It's anything like ocean related is scary, but let alone like you're testing torpedoes for the military and something steals it from you and like escapes. That's uh... like he said. It literally looked like like it didn't just sink. It was, right. he described it as it being sucked down. I don't know about Makes that. You <laughs> Makes you wonder. Look, if you were an alien, right, and you had a giant spaceship that you had to hide, where would you put it that people can't see it? Put it in the bottom of the ocean, probably. Maybe one of the places right. that's the least explored on Earth. That's what right. About. We know more about outer space than we do uh, the bottom of our oceans, so they say. Maybe Allegedly. the aliens aren't coming from space. They're coming from the ocean. Something to think about. <laughs> Pacific so anyway, was a documentary. I'm, I'll be wrapping this up shortly here. Uh, I just have some final some, <laughs> some final arguments here. Not arguments even. Josh on hour four of his lecture. Well, I'm into the Pentagon section now. Pentagon specifics Pentagon. here. So the statement from the Pentagon after this was declassified reads as follows. Does that sound good? Do you like that? I'm very professional. After a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems and does not impinge on any subsequent investigations of military airspace incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena. So that's the statement from the Pentagon, followed by a tweet from former U.S. Senator Harry Reid, which reads as follows. I'm glad the Pentagon is finally releasing this footage but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available. The U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. The American people deserve to be informed. That's right. And then we have 
Space Force, founded December 2019. Makes you wonder. It's a little head scratcher for you. Videos came out, or video, I guess, was leaked, what, September 2019? Um, I think they got some headlines then. I think they may have been around leaked before. But that's before. when they, maybe yeah. the articles came out. By our dearest Blink-182 band member. Hero. That's, that's still so crazy to me that he was the one who was able to leak it. Someone's got to do it. Hey, he's doing the Lord's work. It's um, star power, baby. You know, if I was a well-renowned punk singer from the early 2000s and I was like no longer really relevant, I might I might turn to some UFO hunting. That's kind of a fun I agree. brand. I just want like how did he get it? He he has like a like a UFO foundation or something or like a research right. group. But it came from like a naval ship archive like it it's like some, some navy officer who is like listening to take off your pants and jacket on a weekly basis <laughs> is like look he's the only guy i can trust i gotta get it out to him he has the people's best interests at heart i know i know he'll do right he'll do right by the navy <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's the craziest thing is that like the news is so wild right now is like people barely registered that we declassified UFO footage. Like with yeah. the whole coronavirus thing going on, it's it, it didn't even blink. Headlines. Absolutely yeah. just no reaction to it. I guess if you were going to declassify that aliens are real, you might do it in the middle of a pandemic when everybody's not really paying attention. Uh, one that maybe true. you caused as well. Something about nice little segue into our next topic. One more final oh, like closing okay. argument. Right. It's like two seconds, but then we'll jump in. <laughs> I just think it's funny, so I wanted to say it. Um, what I've said recently as a joke, but now I'm kind of standing by, is that... <laughs> Sorry, Tom's playing with a knife in the background. I'm listening. The aliens are coming for Tom. I'm listening. He's arming himself. <laughs> so after all this information has come out, right? If you don't believe in aliens, you actually are now a conspiracy theorist because you are You're looking denier. away from scientific facts. Wow. Something to think about. That's, Something to yeah, think about. That's You're a conspiracy theorist if you deny the existence of aliens at this point in, uh, in time. That's facts. So I'll now turn it over to Brad, I guess, for uh, his update here. Speaking of conspiracy theorists, uh, some of you who know me, and by that I mean everybody who knows me, uh, <laughs> uh, this is this is going to be coronavirus related. Uh, COVID-19, if you will. If you, hey, if you uh, want to be a true... Shout out. Uh, scientific scholar, um, so I've been I've been keeping my eye on the on the coronavirus since early <laughs> like September. No, we've been going for a while now. It's it's yeah. Hold on, let me let me pull up. I know. I don't know when my, it started. On my daily dose of life, I make reference to it in late January. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. That when we had the flu. When yes, had the flu. that was actually before I had the flu. Yeah, I had uh, it too at that time. Yeah, it was it was mid January. For me, it was I, like yeah, oh yeah. Um, I'm I thankfully I did not have coronavirus because I tested positive for flu A or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I've been I've been keeping my eye on the coronavirus for for a little while now. Josh has has received many a link from me. Mine says January thirtieth. I posted about it on mine. Nice. 
So uh, yeah, we're we're something of early adopters. Uh, well before that, we were sharing videos of Chinese apartment buildings being welded shut and yeah, gassing the streets. Has been going on for a long time some now. Crazy, so crazy stuff. I don't think yeah. So the first reported cases of this right were back in no, October, late October in China. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, and of course, instead of you know letting everyone know. And getting it under control, they opted to go ahead and lock up the journalists uh, that were reporting on it. Uh, Important stuff. Many of whom we have not seen very lately. Uh, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're all right. Crazy. They've been, Crazy. They've probably just changed career paths. Yeah. Um, there was, okay, <laughs> there was one guy who recently reappeared. And he had nothing but nice things to say about the Chinese government. <laughs> sure, he sure, he, yeah, sure, he did. He talked about specifically how humane that he was treated that's the uh, first he, thing you do when you're being treated humane. Yeah, he, he definitely. The footage of him looks like he has like a red laser sight on his forehead. Like it's you can obviously there's not, but like he looks like right behind the camera there's somebody with a high powered rifle ready to shoot his head <laughs> off if he says the wrong thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it, it started back in late October, um, and obviously has spread to a global pandemic. Ooh, since then. That's um, weird. But, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of, a lot of disinformation floating around, a lot of fake news. Um, but what I'm about to tell you is the real news. And that... This is where you come for that, folks. Yes. We know it. This, this is the news right. that uh, the failing New York the Times... The of truth. Yeah. Fox News doesn't want you to know this. Dr. Fauci doesn't want you to know this. Um, so, I think we can all agree that 5G towers are causing coronavirus. Yeah, uh, that's that's been one of my favorite ones that I've stumbled across in terms of like coronavirus. I mean, it makes sense. Theories. Um, and that's you know, it, it does make a lot of sense that it's a global pandemic caused by five G towers that are present in like five countries right now. <laughs> um, does Wuhan, China have five G towers? I think China has five G towers. I know the United States has five G towers. Um, I think Israel has five G towers, and like that's kind of it i think britain might have them and people people in the uk are going crazy over these things people are burning them them down there have been reports of like (laughs) 10 5g towers that have been destroyed by fire bummer Um, also um just a just a public disclaimer if you hear any lighter flicks in the background i'm so sorry i'm done i'm done i'm done lil wayne is in the building we have lil wayne is joining us for today We're Thomas. doing a subtle intro for him. We get Thomas on these calls and we just talk over him about a bunch of bullshit the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he does his best to entertain himself. But you so, got okay, my so attention. I'm here. You you were like on ground zero though, Thomas. Yeah, it was crazy. Time. Coronavirus. So so before we get into the the crazy conspiracy, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it was like uh, over there in California? I tell you, the streets were full of people looting and window shops, shops of windows were being, the windows of shops were being shattered. <laughs> they were, they were, there was a lot of window shopping that was happening. Someday, but not in this climate. These insane, crazy people were window shopping in public during this. They were just staring through the store windows. Um, <laughs> they were waiting yeah, for it the was, stimulus checks. <laughs> seriously. Uh, yeah, it was really weird though. It was like, I remember, uh, March, March 15th, um, was my last day of work. I only know that cause mm-hmm. I've ended it in unemployment like 80 times. Um, still <laughs> waiting for my check, but it's coming, but it's coming. 
but yeah, when it first started, it was it was weird. It was like no one really took it seriously. Everyone was like, "It's you know not that big of a deal." And um, I Just remember, a flu, they say, yeah, like March fifteenth was when LA shut down. And I had to go back to work to get my last paycheck like three days later. And it was just nobody was out on the streets. I didn't see a single car. The only people that were out were homeless people. It was like, it was like the only, yeah, like the only population in the area was just homeless people that were just walking around. I'm sure they were pretty confused. Like, I wonder if they know, you know, like I I wonder if they're aware how well does the news get to the homeless community? Like suddenly everyone's wearing masks outside and I'm sure they're like, what is happening? What's going on, man? You know, <laughs> fill like, me in, are, please. Yeah, like why? Are, why are the guys in the street corners that are usually selling hot dogs selling masks now? Like, what's you know? Is that really a thing that's happening? Yeah, yeah. Like pretty much everywhere uh, downtown, and like even in Burbank, there are people selling masks for like five dollars on the corner. I'm just like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I trust that. Although the masks are pretty cool, they're like homemade and all that. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, the Etsy market is booming for face masks. I was going to say, there's some cool masks out there. I really want one. I bought um, one. You got you the Topo one, right? The no, Topo designs. Design. Yeah, I got, a, I got a Topo Designs face mask. It has not arrived. Did you really? That's awesome. I'm That's supporting a good, good cause. Uh, goes to some, they make them for somebody. Some I want one of the New Balance ones really bad. Those there's are so New sick. Balance one. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are like they look so awesome. They're Damn. probably going to be on uh, StockX for about $400. <laughs> they're going to be on Grailed for, for 500 bucks. <laughs> I think that's a really funny aspect of the pandemic right now, though, is like, of course, people are personalizing their masks. It's like it's like, yeah, we all have to wear masks, but I'm going to look cool while I'm doing it. You know, right. Um, It's like I like to think of it as the little bit of control they can have right now because people don't have any control over the situation other than, you know, protesting at Huntington Beach. um, Yeah, which is really bad. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people have gathered there today or yesterday yeah all week because the beach is closed and they can't do what they're told and i think we were so. talking about that a little bit yesterday where yeah, it's we like were. i get it to a certain point i understand that like you're concerned yeah. that the government's going to try to take away your right to assemble and kind of some of your personal freedoms yeah believe me i get that but mm-hmm. maybe we don't gather in the hundreds without face masks during a global pandemic. That's a really great way to make you won't. think that you look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be Regardless taken seriously. Of your, like opinion. No one will listen to you. Right. If you're looking like such an idiot. Yeah. Right. There's a better I, way to again, res- respect, you know, your, respect the cause. your beliefs and, you know, you're allowed to have them, but also maybe don't put yourself in thousands of others at risk to prove a point that I, You've been locked up, and you haven't actually been locked up. You can do whatever you want, basically. You can go wherever you want. It doesn't matter. It's been like three weeks. It's been like a month. You gotta, you gotta. Okay, my favorite analogy is like, our great-grandfathers were asked to go to World War II. You're asked to literally sit on the couch. That is your big... (laughs) Stay home and get paid. That's what you have to do. Yeah. This is not that complicated. It's really not. I respect your decision, and you're, you know, you can have different beliefs than me, that's fine. But like, come on. But you like can't. That. You also can't have different beliefs. You're wrong because, because I'm, I'm always right. <laughs> I know that I'm always right. Exactly. Speaking of always being right, uh, again, I'd like to say that I called this. Uh, <laughs> it's true, I, though. Recently, I've pivoted. I have this conspiracy theory group chat with uh, Josh and Tyler and Jay. 
uh, and Xander, all friends of the show, where I regularly, I've, I've gone from trying to defend myself to just saying, remember that I'm always right. And I'll send a link. <laughs> that was something that like I speculated on Love a couple that. months ago. Love that. Um, but yeah, so it, it started very strangely. Uh, obviously, it's not very easy to get info from China, right? Because they right. are famously very heavy on China censorship. has had the same amount of cases reported basically for the last two months. Until, <laughs> yeah. So China, there's no way. China said that they had zero cases for like weeks at a time. And that's, that's again, that's literally impossible. There's no way. The place They're where it broke out has not ground zero still. Yeah. And so in order, in order to make everybody feel better about that, they were like, oh, sorry, we'll, we'll adjust our numbers real quick. And they just were like, oh, here's the real one. And they put like an even 50% on top of that. They were like, okay, maybe that, yeah, 50% more. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we'll tell you. Yikes. Um, but so the fact that they've had 8,000 deaths makes absolutely no sense because from what little we've seen out of China, there's been a couple of video leaks here and there. And again, it's, it's hard to tell what's real and what's not these days, especially when you're relying on information from the most heavily censored country on earth. But there were videos of like apartment buildings being welded shut. There were videos of people getting like dragged from their homes. There were videos of people going through office buildings with leaf blowers full of disinfectant, like blowing it was clouds. of like cement truck sized trucks, like five wide going across highways, dumping out yeah. chemicals into the air. Like they, they were literally aerial carpet bombing cities with disinfectant at one point. And I'm like, you don't do that if there's 8,000 deaths, right? Like there's right. clearly something bigger going on here. Um, I haven't been able to verify some of this stuff that I'm about to say, but there was uh, allegations of crematoriums working 24 hours a day. There were allegations of mobile crematorium trucks where people would be like put inside and you would never see them again. Um, and the, the thing that's craziest to me, right? So in China, apparently in order for them to like keep tabs on what you're searching and what you're saying over your text messages and, and internet searches, they link your phone number to what is essentially a social security number over there, right? This has not been explained. Um, there were 21 million fewer cell phone users in China uh, in February compared to January. So I don't know, could it be uh, from people losing their jobs, they can't afford a cell phone plan? Perhaps or it's possible. Or do those social security numbers not exist anymore? Uh, and there was a lot more people dying than we thought. Um, something to think about. But one of the, the weirdest things to me is like all the side effects that people are reporting. Um, there haven't been like any long-term studies, obviously. But uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. There was some doctors who got diagnosed with it and it have since recovered. Their skin has turned like a radically different color. Like... They were very kind of normal looking guys with the average Chinese complexion beforehand. And they look like they've been like sitting in the sun for like a week straight after they recovered. Like their skin is is totally darker than it was it's before. Like, it's they look like African almost. They look like, like they've like they changed races. Dark. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff about like, you know, boring stuff like permanent lung damage, uh, you know, again. Who cares? That's who cares. Yeah, that's boring. Um, 
There's been what allegations of uh, sterilization, which is weird. Oh, okay. yeah. I remember hearing about that. That to me is like the biggest thing. Cause I'm like, if. So right now we think that like a ton more people have it than we know, right? So we think that it could be as widespread as like something like, I don't know what the most recent things are, like 20 or 30% of the population had it and was like asymptomatic or something. Uh, don't, don't check me on that because I don't know Sounds what I'm right. talking about. <laughs> but if 20 to 30% of the population got like sterilized by a virus, that would be a crazy impact of this. Try the world. Yeah, 20 to 30% of the world, that would be pretty wild. Um, there's something that I've seen a lot on my Twitter timeline lately that they're calling COVID toes, which Ooh. is, it's not as saucy as you may seem. It's like these weird lesions that you get on your feet and like your toes mm-hmm. swell up and it looks like they're like super blistered. Um, Gross. there's like something where they're treating people with estrogen for coronavirus because women are apparently better at fighting it off than men. Um, there's people no getting like, blood clots. I saw somebody on Broadway had to get their leg taken off because of some yeah. blood clots that happened. Um, yeah, it's it's really weird. It none of it is consistent, and all of it is weird. Um, so that's I, you know I've been I've been on super lockdown. I've been trying to kind of minimize me getting out there because I'm a I'm a truther. I know what's really going on. That's right. Um, there's also. One of my favorite ones is uh, Bill Gates's involvement in the whole thing. Ooh. Josh has heard this at length yes. from me. <laughs> I like this one. This is this is a real saucy one. So uh, in was it November of 2019 was event 20 event 200 201 event 201 is what it was called I believe, um, which was a nice little. Um, kind of public health simulation that the Gates Foundation helped to fund. Um, and stop me if this starts to sound familiar. The simulation they ran was a bat coronavirus uh, infects the entire world population and it starts off in one country and slowly spreads into a global pandemic. Um, and the only thing that was like different than what's happening right now is that they started in Brazil instead of China. Um but a video that you Whoa. can't find anymore that has been taken off of the Gates Foundation YouTube channel is a simulation that starts from China and spreads to the entire world. It's a little uh, little too uncanny, a little too Makes similar uh, for, for my liking. Wow. So, and there's um, some weird stuff about Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is like kind of like the face of the White House task force behind coronavirus. Um, there's some, some stuff about him, uh, and he's got some, some ties to Bill Gates as well. Uh, I guess Bill Gates's father and, and Fauci knew each other, uh, pretty closely, but, um, there is, let me look at the name of it. The National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which, uh, was led by Dr. Fauci funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which, uh, if you believe that this thing was made in a lab, that's like the most likely candidate of where this thing was made. Cause it's, they, they said that that wet market in China was kind of ground zero for the virus. Right. Uh, the Institute of Virology is something like eight miles away from that wet market. Uh, and it's, it's China's most secure virology lab. So if, you know, if you're making a, a super disease, that's probably where you're going to make it. 
Um, but according to this article on Newsweek, just last year, the National Institute for, for Allergy and Infectious Diseases uh, gave that the Wuhan Institute of Virology some funding for work on, uh, this is where it gets really crazy, gain-of-function research on bat coronaviruses. And what people have speculated thus far is that this virus, a coronavirus, for those who don't know, is just a virus that originates in animals that eventually goes to humans. Uh, we think that it originated from a bat. So... There's some there's some wackiness going on. There's a little bit of, of shadiness. Very interesting. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What was that story we saw like a long time ago? It was like, I don't know if this was actually true, but I read it somewhere and I thought it was pretty funny. Um, not funny, but you know what I mean. Uh, some of the Canadian passengers on that plane shot down over Iran like it had some oh, ties to like some type of labs that. that had ties to Wuhan, China. Yeah, there was there was some biologists <laughs> on Tom's some of the only casualties. <laughs> okay, so Tom, do you remember back uh, in January when we thought we were about to get into World War Three with Iran? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was a plane that was shot down uh, during that uh, like on accident, plane. quote unquote, yeah. by the uh, Iranian military. Um, and it had a bunch of Ukrainians and Canadians on board. And a lot of those Canadians were biologists from Canada on some of these uh, upper level, you know, virus research labs. So it's a little coincidence. You don't say. There has also been some stuff out of Harvard and um, one more uh, school in the United States where like some Chinese agents were caught trying to smuggle out biological material. Wow. Um, there's some crazy stuff going on. Wow. Uh, the fake news media won't tell you. Like, they won't tell you that. They won't tell you that. I got to get my Alex Jones voice. Infowars.com. 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 <laughs> Speaking of Alex Jones, have you guys seen, there was a video yes. of him that's going around oh, yes. where he's talking about eating his neighbors. Yes. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> he, say, he says something I like the isolated, <laughs> isolated yeah. audio just, from it. I'm going to eat your ass. And that's the one that's like, <laughs> Circulating uh, around Twitter, uh, yeah, I see yeah. that. But he's he's like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let my children starve. I'm gonna go into my neighbor's house and I'm gonna string them up on the rafters and I'm gonna eat them. He's like, I'm already thinking about how I'm gonna feed my family. Oh my it's, god, yeah, it's <laughs> thing, things are getting wacky. Crazy, people he's are going a, crazy. He's a little, he's a little you, fun. You got Elon Musk tweeting about Tesla stock prices taking ten billion off his company overnight. You got so Alex Jones idiot. talking about eating people. That's probably something that could happen on any given week, though. Um. But yeah, I'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll have some coronavirus updates uh, as this continues to unfold. It seems like we things are kind of starting a little bit to get back to normal. You didn't remind me, Tom Hanks. That was the last thing I was going to say. Ooh. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Hey, don't uh, forget so Tom was, Hanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, so Tom Hanks was one of the first celebrities to get coronavirus, right? Which yeah. they're all mysteriously getting tested uh, when there's not enough tests to go around, which kind of makes crazy, me wonder. crazy. Um, they're now saying that they're going to make the, the vaccine for coronavirus could potentially be made from uh, Tom Hanks's blood. Oh <laughs> my he's, God. He's recovered heard about that. Then. Yeah. And, um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want anybody who is associated with Jeffrey Epstein's blood going into my body. Uh, that's, no, that's, sir. Some, 
That's I'll some real right. Moloch blood magic. I'll take the coronavirus. Tank. I'll handle yeah, it. Is this is this like a deep state op to give us all some type of all Tom Hanks from Moloch pedophile blood <laughs> to, to sacrifice us to Moloch to bring like, back Jeffrey Epstein? I mean, a blood sacrifice to return. Who are we to say the blood sacrifice of everyone in America? We got. Aliens have been confirmed, okay? We know that there is a vast pedophile conspiracy going on globally. We're like we're literally like a month away from confirming that like the Queen of England is a lizard person. Okay? We're 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 living in crazy times. That's I got have, June. That's got June written all over that, it. That sounds like June material. <laughs> June June is when like they're going to say like the queen passes away, right? In June and then suddenly like there's going to be some leaked security footage of the back of Buckingham Palace and you're going to see like an alligator slithering out <laughs> from under the gate. Wearing a royal brooch. <laughs> it's got like a tiara on. <laughs> Oh, but anyways. I think uh, I get the feeling May is going to be a chill month and then some something's going to happen in June. You say that we've had like like a month over month. It's what it was like January was World War Three. Yeah, I need a April. list of like it's coronavirus, global pandemic, yeah. May's March. aliens, March, uh, March, was, March. Yeah. Yeah. March is where it got real for us in America. Yeah, it's been going right now. Right. Where it really counts. Yeah. Just something a uh, fun number crunch here for the Americans that are maybe coronavirus deniers here. According to uh this website I use for uh numbers, uh worldwide cases were at about three point five million. And guess how many of those are in the US? One point one million. That's a lot. That's a third Damn. of the global cases that are in the U.S. Because we're idiots, I think is probably. And we yeah. test probably more than most, but we're also idiots. Yeah. 67,000 deaths in America, and this has been going for two months. That's extensive. Crazy. Now, if, you, if you want to get into some 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 real dark conspiracies, you think I'd that, you know, the hospitals are classifying corona, other people dying of regular things as coronavirus deaths so they can get more money uh, in reimbursement, but we won't get out of that today. Whoa. That's a whole can of worms. Whoa. Yeah. Makes you wonder. Yeah. But wow. uh yeah. Any any closing thoughts before we uh before we get out of here? Wash your hands. <laughs> yes, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Don't Spend that stimulus be check. one of those people that are like, I have to go to the bar or the park because I'm so like, I can't stand looking at my family another second. Look, Josh. Just go for a walk. If I don't you go bowling do other tonight, things, the virus wins. Okay? <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> it is my right as an American to have my to lungs filled with fluid <laughs> and choke on it and die. The government can't stop me if I want to die. It's... I was about to say, uh, it's, it's my body, my choice if I want uh, to die. Did you, uh, did you see that person with the mask yes, sign? Yes. My body, my choice. Rough stuff. Bro, bad, Rough. Dis- bad, call. bad look. That's bad a bad call. look. Technically, yeah. Okay, you, you know, I guess it is within your rights to contract a deadly but it's virus. It's not within your right to and die. Spread it to 50 people. Yeah. Look, at least if the sterilization thing is true, these people who go out and like willingly get the virus, it's kind of natural selection, right? It's huh, true. I don't know. Makes you wonder. Something about. Makes you wonder. All right, listeners, get back to us on that one. Uh, let us know your thoughts here. <laughs> if you have coronavirus, email featuredpickspodcast at gmail. We'd love to get a sample to make a a vaccine to speed things up. 
Well, hey, this is where we can really tie it all together. You can send us pictures of your feet that have COVID toes. Ooh, <laughs> I like to that. I don't want that. I will. We're, send we're your COVID find a toes way. to at feetpicspodcast at gmail.com. Don't do that. We'll get to Again, <laughs> the show is named Feet Picks. We don't want pictures of your feet. We really don't. That's true. Unless they have. And this is not reverse psychology. Truthfully. Unless you got COVID toe, girl. <laughs> Give your girl the COVID toes. <laughs> Crazy how everybody's saying coronavirus till they get around your girl and they say COVID nineteen. <laughs> Twitter was like Twitter was full of, of coronavirus memes for like weeks and then suddenly everybody changed their names to like stay indoors and it got super yeah. serious. Yep. It's crazy. Like this impacts me now? Yeah. The the OnlyFans boom though has been really good. It's been oh, really yeah, good for I've my seen real my, on my account as well. I've got a yeah. lot of subscribers. My account's been it. booming for sure. <laughs> I was temporarily banned, but I have been reinstated. Josh got so. too raunchy for OnlyFans. It was <laughs> apparently yeah. there's a line you can they, they, they can cross. Apparently, and cross Josh it. crossed it. He did cross it. All right, fellas. Well, this has been uh, what is this officially? Is this episode fifteen? Uh, uh, Six. No, we're we're past fifteen because that was a Chalamet episode. That never. Oh gosh. Uh, still in the works. Uh, the global pandemic has slowed us down. Timothy uh, Chalamet. It's true. Well, you know, yeah. Officially, we are on episode sixteen. We should probably know that because it's our podcast. Um, sixteen episodes. That's the fans I, in it. I have COVID brain. That's a symptom that is yet <laughs> to be unveiled. Oh, that's, I forgot to say version two. Uh, during my alien segment, this is a hilarious story that I forgot this. I forgot to share. Wrap so. I, I send a screenshot of the tweet from the, the senator to the group chat with Tom, Brad, ah. and Josh and Bronson. <sighs> and Tom's riding his bike in L.A. or something, and he doesn't <laughs> see my message. And we're all talking about it. And he goes, oh, yo, I just drove past uh, or just rode my bike past Michael B. Jordan's house. Like, so cool. And then, like, Brad is like, yo, I can't believe a U.S. senator, like, said that. And Tom goes, like... <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is a U.S. No, that's not how it happened. Wait, no, that's, Bronson, that's pretty much it. Bronson messages and says Tom's gonna Tom missed that message, guys. And he's like, he's is he, we're gonna get a text. It's like Tom's gonna say to Ben, "Yo, Michael B. Jordan is a U.S. senator." Did yeah, you know I said and Tom text back comments later. Yeah, go ahead. I, yeah, I was like, I turned to Ben and I was like, "Did you know Michael B. Jordan was like in the past a U.S. senator? He's like what in his thirties, I think tops." I was like, did you? And Ben was like, really? He was like, I don't think he was. And I was like, apparently he was. And Ben was like, cool. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> Bronson goes, that's exactly how Tom happened. Say, Tom's going to say, yo, Michael B. Jordan's a U.S. Cinder. <laughs> and then, like, a couple minutes later, Tom responds back, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> exactly what I said. It was really embarrassing. Totally missed Michael it. Michael B. Jordan, U.S. Senate. But I did I ride past that. his house. He didn't. He didn't uh, invite us to ball, though. We were hoping he He's would. He's quarantining, dude. Yeah, I just want that. that yeah, I guess. You can't ball on COVID toes. That, that is true. Won't do it. No room on the court for COVID toes. You know what they say? No room on the court for COVID toes. I've <laughs> <laughs> been saying that for years. That's what my dad says. <laughs> and my dad before him. I love it. All right, gang. This has been featured picks, episode sixteen. Follow us on at Featured Picks on Twitter and Instagram. I don't think we've plugged that the last couple times. You should really just follow our Instagram. It's not worth Twitter is just like a placeholder. Social media manager Josh has a, he's abandoned Twitter as a medium. Our, our real following is Instagram. It's true. All right, gang. Well, uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon now that we got a little remote setup going. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, see, we'll see how this one sounds.
<laughs> See you next year. <laughs> uh, well, Future Picks, episode 16. We love you. We love you.